It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice-cold beer. Uh, Deacon, holla. When you found God, yeah. did you Google to find out where to find him? Did you check Google? <laughs> what? When I found God... <laughs> Okay, that's that's a um, that's a pretty weird question. Uh, no, no, I did not Google to find God. Did you ask Alexa? No, no, I did not ask Alexa. When you got your medical degree, did you Google to find out the school you were going to go to? Well, uh, that was in the early two thousand, so Google was just starting. But uh, I got I like actually went to a store and like bought a book that had a listing of like all the schools. And I tried to look at all the ones I thought I could get into, and I applied to all those ones. Yeah. That's kind of like uh, how it was with, uh, with God. I was, like, looking around at churches, and I'm like, which one has people that look like they might be as messed up as I am to start with mm. that I might be able to get into? <laughs> well, I like that. I yeah. like that. Well, nowadays... Um, People get frustrated calling the doctor, waiting for the doctor, which I, I sure understand. And so now, as opposed to going to the doctor, uh, people uh, just uh, Google to try to find out what's wrong with them. Or, as some people refer it, they contact Dr. Google. Dr. Google. No co-pays, no wait times. <laughs> He's always got... What are his patient satisfaction scores like, though? Oh, well, uh, people Google me all the time. No, but I mean, when they Google Dr. Google, right, and they oh, ask him yeah. a question, his questions, I wonder if they believe Dr. Google over Dr. You. Well, I don't know, but Dr. Google should get a scoring system. We yeah. should find like a way to say, hey, the connection was slow, waited like two minutes for my answer. Right. Or, you know, because I think a lot of times they get a, 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 a perceived answer from Dr. Google, right? Yeah. And then come to you with an idea already in their head of what's wrong with them. Do you think that informs the way they tell you what's happening? Um, yes, sometimes it's helpful. And I can tell. When I can tell someone's been yeah, on the internet. Yeah, but do you think it influences or informs and makes them say something that might not even... They're like, well, my ankle was hurting and, 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 oh, and Dr. so Google. I think it was pronated to the this way. No. No. They go, oh, I looked it up on Google. I think I have cancer. Yeah. Is how like 50% of they go. It could be an ankle sprain or it's cancer. It's either something or cancer. Google actually has like an, an algorithm that it uses for when you do things like that. And they are actually trying to improve Dr. Google so that people can use it as a search tool for medical issues. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I have used Dr. Google before. And what did you Google? Uh, I've Googled several things. Um, the one night I had a, a dry mouth and constant urination. So I Googled, what does diabetes feel like? Really? Yeah. 
But, you know, uh, Google as a doctor um, is, is frustrating, right? People Google every side effect, right? They come in, they, they have what they call Googling their symptoms. And every time they come in, I need an MRI. And sometimes I need to explain to people, well, I, I realize that you Googled seven words. I have seen um, 50,000 patient visits, at least. If you, you, you think that's, a, that's an accurate number? Yeah. Okay. And so you think you know better than Google? Uh, yeah, I've seen about 5,000 patients a year over 13, uh, 13 years, maybe not as many in my first three, four years as a doctor. Yeah. Okay. I did the math. Yeah, all right. And then you asked me, and I kind of questioned. I was like, did I do the math right? I was like, I think I did the math right. You know, uh, but medical information you get on there is sometimes fake news. Fake news. <laughs> You know, sometimes people don't even uh, Google. Um, I'll tell you what really drives me nuts is um, uh, when people are Facebooking about I had this or I had this and then a thousand people just come on commenting. Yeah. Have you ever gotten drawn into like one of those like Facebook comment wars about something that was relatively controversial? Oh, absolutely. Um, especially this, the ones that are specific, like, you know, now they have uh, every community has a page. Yeah. Like living in ABC Township, right? has a page and, oh, yeah. and um, somebody will put something on there. They just built a new, um, a new little league field uh, near one of the schools and it's a beautiful facility and, but it's across the street from some homes. And last year they had a, um, a, a, we had a kid locally who had brain cancer and died and they did a baseball tournament for him. And um, some of the games ran later in the evening. And one of the neighbors uh, complained and said, oh, it was like 11 o'clock at night. And he's like, he's like, oh, I'd like to be writing about me having a good night's sleep. Instead, I'm writing about the bats clanking across the street from the baseball stadium they built across from my house. Thanks so much. And people were like, hey, that was for a kid that, died from cancer to raise money for his family and like in memorial of him. Yeah. And he's like, well, I wish he was still alive so he could see what a pain in the butt this was. And it was like, what? Like you couldn't even, yes. they had to shut down the comments, right? Like things like that. It's, it's, it's nuts what people will do behind a keyboard. Oh, I attempted to make a joke on uh, Facebook, which I, I do at times to try to make people laugh. And yeah. it definitely, people didn't realize it was a joke. Yeah. I posted something like, um, watch out for all those Girl Scouts. They're out pushing their diabetes cookies. Oh. And I was like, and then somebody's like, oh, I can't believe you'd say that about the Girl Scouts. I love all Girl Scouts. It was a joke. It was meant to be funny. I guess it wasn't. Yeah, don't you know that they're empowering young ladies to have a voice and to learn skills? To Oh, I mean, I buy the cookies. I gave some money. I was just actually trying to make, while people were scrolling for a few seconds while going to the bathroom, maybe half a chuckle. I love that they had to change the names on some of those cookies. Um, you know, it's interesting. It, it makes you think about uh, how different things are and were, you know, because now, like that, we can Google um, anything. And, and, you know, even with all that uh, information at hand, people still sometimes haven't found what they're looking for. I like it. I, um, I actually use Google in a medical way at certain times. Okay. There are times I pull up Google images to show someone like what uh, vertigo. We yeah. always say, hey, these crystals. 
with plantar fasciitis. I sometimes uh, Google to show them a picture of the bottom of the foot when they're having pain so they, uh, so they understand. I actually use YouTube for certain maneuvers. Again, I'm back to vertigo. There's a certain maneuver called the Epley maneuver, which I often uh, show people exactly how to go and use it. There are actually, um, you know, great medical websites that you could use, but people read these uh, articles online and they have all these questions. And so what I'm going to tell people is if, if you read an article and, you're, and you really find it interesting, print it up, bring it in, let your doctor see. Um, and then also look for sites attached to, you know, affiliated academic centers or national health type institutions. Um, and um, I actually, I Googled a few things today. Okay. Yeah, you could Google uh, lots of stuff. You know, the Google has changed the way people use the Bible, too. How so? Or God's Word or anything like that. So, Because you can, you know, it used to be, you know, all the Bible was on paper. And so your ability to uh, learn the Bible was surrounded in your ability to find and sort this information by yourself through the stories and the chapters and figure out, oh, okay, I know um, the Israelites were doing this at this time. It must be in the book of uh, Exodus or it might be, you know, in the book of Joshua or Ezekiel or whatever, right? And now you don't have to do that as much because you can just, uh, there's an app that has the Bible on it. There's a few, but there's one that's used more than most, right, that has the different translations of the Bible that you yeah. can use. So in, the, in an instant, I can look up a verse in the, in the King James Version, which is considered like the originals, more, most original English translation of the Bible. And then there's a, a New King James. And then there's the New Living Translation, which like that takes the, those ideas and it takes the words and puts them into an idea. And, and then there's the, the New International Version. And then there's the the ESV and the ASV, the American Standard. So there's so many different versions and everybody has a, like a favorite that they use. And then there's like the message, you know. So these are different, like... Different translations of the same verses in the Bible. Like, okay. you know, like the, there's one version of the Bible that says, you know, uh, uh, John 1.1 1, 1, and says, you know, and God... And the word was with God and God was the word, you know, and, and it was with him. And then it goes on to talk about Jesus... Um, come in, he says, and then he, and he dwelt among us hmm. and the message version said, Jesus moves into the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> right. So there's like different, I like it. It's interesting how it has changed and much like the medical, um, ability to use it for medical diagnosis. Yeah. There's some really great things about that. And then there's some really, uh, you know, there's some challenging things in that because, I think you said it great, you know, making sure it's an affiliated, like a, like a professional affiliated uh, website or link that you're getting information from. You know, people can s translate or interpret, yeah. you know, the words of, of the Bible any way they want, right? Depending on the story they're telling. Yeah. And so it's really important um, to use the actual words and read them for yourself and pray over them and think about and meditate on them. Um, as you read them to understand more about them and get your own perspective on what it means. And then, then go look, you know, there's like commentary. Uh, there's so many things you used to have to do. Um, I used Google to uh, look up something religious. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I Googled your church. 
Oh. 4.75 stars. 4. Pretty 4. good, 4.75 stars. I, I think yeah. that's higher than my Uber rating. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> As a rider. I went through the comments and, uh, you know. Uh, they Was I mentioned in any of them? You know, I didn't make it down that Thank far. Thank goodness. Yeah. Okay. But now with Google and doctors is... Uh, what else did they... What, what were some things they said? They said... Anything? Um, it was hard to listen to the word of God because I was just so focused at looking at the deacon's hair. <laughs> but now we went away from using the term um, hypochondriasis, like hypochondriac, which now is being referred to more as health anxiety. But there is kind of a slang term called... Hold on. They've even changed hypochondriac into a more PC term? Yes. I, I have, I'm, I'm health anxious? Yes. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Or like a medical-induced OCD. Medical induced, yeah, like OCD. medical illness, OCD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people so have you know worries and ruminations, and oftentimes it can be towards uh, certain medical issues, right? And so there's a new term that is not quite considered, you know, approved by the overall you know medical boards called cyberchondriasis. 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 Yeah. Okay. So you're a cyberchondriac. Cyberchondriac. Yeah. And so if you want to know if you're a cyberchondriac, these are some of the things it would tell you. Oh, yeah. You, you, might, have, you might be a cyberchondriac. Yeah. Ready? Go. If you have spent one to three hours on one day Googling your medical symptoms. One to three hours in one day Googling your medical symptoms. Okay. If you fear you have several different diseases at the same time. <laughs> if you... On certain days, have gone back to the internet and searched for the same thing three to four times. Also, if when you look up things online, it makes you feel more anxious. Like sometimes people look things up online, they go, oh, I feel better. Oh, that, that, that's what it says. And then the last one is, um, you know, your health is actually okay. If you're doing all these things and you're healthy, you have cyberchondriasis. You know, it's interesting. You know who definitely would have been a cyberchondriac is George Costanza. He, <laughs> he definitely would have been a cyberchondriac. He would watch, he would like watch something. Uh, you know how they do those specials. So he would watch a special on something. Yeah. On like um, uh, pacemakers, you know, and like what it took, heart palpitations leading to pacemakers. And, and he would go over Jerry's the next day, like, Jerry. Jerry, I think I have, I'm having heart palpitations. I'm having heart palpitations. I need a pacemaker. I need a pacemaker. And Jerry would be like, you watched that show, didn't you, last night, didn't you? He'd be like, yeah, but that, that doesn't mean anything, Jerry. I'm having heart palpitations. He ended up even uh, at one point convincing, he faked something or convinced himself and ended up in the hospital to the point where he had to, um, I don't know if it's the same episode. He was watching uh, the woman next to him. Uh, get a sponge bath through the through the sheet, and uh, and it got him all got him all worked up. Yeah, it's funny. His mother walked in on him, uh, and she hurt herself. That was anyway. It could always be come down to a Seinfeld. Episode. Yeah. If they had Google uh, the internet during Seinfeld, it would have been fantastic. Um, people ask me, Doc, do you ever Google anything? And the answer is, well, not really. Because like Google medical symptoms, not yes. like Google the deacon's church. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, I Google We call that cyber-stalking. Yes, I'm, I'm not cyber-stalking you. And so doctors have actually a different websites that they can use that you pay for that we do use. And it's sort of like Googling, but there's, a, there's one called Cochrane. There's one called uh, Up to Date. 
Um, I'll often use the AAFP.org. And so there, there are places where I, I guess I'm Googling things, but they're actually real medical things. Now we're at the point where, you know, people think they can use YouTube and do anything. Like do it yourself, you know, putting in the floors. Oh, yeah. I mean, the other day, we're home. My daughter had gone through like three pairs of dirty underpants. Uh, my son just wasn't listening. And I, on YouTube, looked up do-it-yourself vasectomy. And I was like, I'm a physician, <laughs> right? Like, I can figure this out, <sighs> right? Uh, I mean, if I ever do-it-yourself vasectomy, we'll have to put that one, uh, uh, we'll have to put that one on That'll there. be on YouTube. Oh, it'll we'll be on to, YouTube. I don't have to be yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. I would definitely, you know, you need an award for something like that. So on Google, I had the top 10 the most Frequently um, researched medical issues of 2018. Are you ready? All right, the top 10 list. I feel like yeah. I'm on Letterman. We're going to start with number 10 and work our way down. Okay. Number 10, what causes hypertension? What causes hypertension? Awesome. Mm. Number nine, what does heartburn feel like? Mm. Mm. It kind of feels like that. Uh, number eight, why am I so tired? <laughs> Which was also on the list in 2017 as well. Oh, that's Why awesome. am I so tired is, a, is absolutely a, a common question. Oh. Uh, sometimes I'm like, well, how much do you sleep? Like three hours and I work two jobs and I have four kids. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's not tired. So that's, tired. Uh, that's pretty normal. Uh, at number seven, when does implantation occur? Number six, how long is the flu contagious? Number five, how long does the flu last? And the uh, number four I like. Okay. With the new rules. Um, how long does weed stay in your urine? Oh, that's good. Number three, what is endometriosis? Number two, what is ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease? And number one, what the heck is the ketogenic diet? Oh, man. You know how many times I've Googled that one? Well, we've already, we've already figured that answer out. So, <laughs> let's... Doc in the ketones. You know it. Holla. In life, no matter what, you're going to Google things. But if you're going to Google your medical things, don't spend too long doing it. Consider using some good websites like the cdc.com or the aafp.org. If you find an article that worries you, print it out. Bring it to your doctor. We're not scared of Google. We have to embrace it at this point. I think from a religious perspective, if you're going to Google something, you can get great information on what's available to you out there. And you can even get the prayer of the day. Uh, and the Catholic prayer of the day was an act of contrition. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good reminder of, uh, of the fact that we all can, can find a new place to start over every day, right? So uh, for me, that's, a, that's an awesome... I mean, what Googling just means we're looking for answers. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, even, even you too can find what you're looking for. You mean like you two, like uh, like you as well, or you two the band? No, yeah, like you two the band. I know they say, but I still haven't found what I'm looking for. But I believe that using Google, even you too could still find what they're looking for. I love the fact that um, you guys were looking for a podcast and you found us. And two things you can always count on: the doc is in, and the deacon is speaking. As always, please make sure to follow us on Twitter. At Doc Deacon. You can follow us on Instagram, at DocAndTheDeacon.com. And we have, a, we, have a, a po- we have a website. We have a podcast. But we're not, I'm not going to tell you what the uh, website is. Google it. Guess it. You're going to have it. to Google it. 
And listen, you know, one of the things we'd love to do is hear more from you. Like if you have questions about anything, don't use Google. Go right to docandthedeacon.com. I gave the website away. Oh, oh. oh man. But there you can, uh, you can send us questions and, and we'll do our best to answer them. Thank you to our producer, Tucker Butler. Have fun with this one. And to the music, our boyfriend, Chise. As always, thank you to our wonderful wives. You make it all possible. Google out. Peace. Excellent brain trust to market and brand this. That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments. This show gon' be around for infinite years. I think we can all agree on ice cold beers. 100% authentic, you can't fake it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in. Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman.